Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as farmers made limited harvest progress this past week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Clearing skies, wind southeast 20, the high 9, the low plus 1. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, wind southeast 30, the high 11, and a low of plus 2. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, the high 13, the low plus 3. Sunday, sunny, with a high of 14, the low 1. Monday, even milder, sunny with a high forecast of 18 degrees, the low plus 3. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 12, the low minus 1. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 4. Normal high for this date is 14. The normal low is zero. The sun rose at 7.01 this morning. It sets at 6.34 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot is at south end. That's up north at 11 degrees. The cold spot, Cypress Hills at minus 0.4 degrees. Just a little colder than zero, half a degree colder than zero. Estevan is plus two, Saskatoon seven, Swift Current and Weyburn both plus four. Yorkton is eight degrees. Regina cloudy and seven, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 26. Humidity 70%, the barometer rising 102.6. Sunny and Moose Jaw nine degrees. Winds are from the south, southeast at 22. Once again, Regina cloudy and seven, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougalauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers made limited harvest progress this past week. Provincial Crops Analyst Corey Jacobs says farmers made some combining progress before weekend rain and snow put a halt to most field work. Producers were able to take advantage of that, of that weather early on in the week before the storm hit. We have 47% of the crop now combined up from 39% last week, so about 8% combine across the province this week, so they're still kind of in, inching ahead when the weather will let them. Definitely still behind that five-year average of 75% combine, so that one's going to be hard to catch right now, but we're still moving forward. That, that's the main thing. Lots been harvested tough being grain-dried? Yes, that's, you know, producers who have a grain dryer are, I don't think there's any regrets on that purchase or, or designing that system. There's there's a lot of grain being taken tough, that's being dried, it's being kind of aerated to keep it, kind of keep it conditioned until they can get it through a dryer. That's kind of what they're doing right now. Not a lot of grain is being taken off dry. What type of harvest progress by region? So harvest is most advanced in the southwest region, where 68% of the crop is now combined. The northeast region has 50% of the crop combined, and the southeast and east central regions have 46% combined. The northwest region has 34% combined, and the east central region 33%. So we had some rain and snow. What was the worst hit areas? 
Well, we definitely had saw lots of precipitation. The Admiral area, I guess that would be in the Swift Current area, saw up to about 103 millimeters of total precipitation. The Moose Jaw area received up to about 60 millimeters. So that was reported to us as kind of the, the most received in the province. What's the topsoil moisture rating? So across the province, uh, topsoil moisture on cropland, we have a rating of 31% surplus, 65% adequate, and 4% short. And hayland and pasture, we see a rating of 20% surplus, 72% adequate, 7% short, and 1% very short. So we've really turned around on the topsoil moisture to where we're surplus, significantly surplus in some regions. What were the main causes of crop loss this past week? So we saw a couple of different crop offs to a couple of different variables last week. We saw damage due to hail, strong winds, lodging from the strong winds, and, and of course the snow, some localized flooding, and some frost. So a, a variety of crop loss there. As well, we're hearing, of course, these issues with sprouting and bleaching, staining, lots of downgrading on, on crop, unfortunately. And then some geese and wildlife feeding and causing some damage on, on swath and standing crop as well. So what's the crop grades and production outlook now? You know, we, we don't have any concrete numbers, but definitely more being downgraded into those lower grades, uh, less into those higher grades. Anything that was combined earlier, uh, end of August, was definitely a higher grade. Now it's, it's it, you know, we're talking bleaching, sprouting, downgrading for sure. Yields have been, you know, we're still hearing not too bad for yields, but I want to get a little more of the crop combine. We're actually going to be talking about yields next week in the crop report to maybe give us a bit more of an idea. But right now we're still hearing kind of average. Some parts of the province are below average. Some are some are happily surprised from way the from the way the year has gone. When do you expect combining to be general again? You know, it's probably going to take a good week. I think producers who have the ability to dry grain and can get out there are going to be out there maybe the, later this weekend, early next week. I know they're chomping at the bit to go. As soon as they can go, it's going to be guns a-blazing at it type of thing. And when do you think harvest could wrap? If we get a good two to three weeks, we'll definitely could wrap it up You know, by the end of October. We need Mother Nature to kind of show her kinder side for the rest of October. Let us get some harvest progress. Otherwise, it'll be you know end of October, maybe mid-November for some combining, just depending what the fall and winter gives us for weather. Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Harvest has reached the two-thirds complete mark in Manitoba. Manitoba Agriculture Crop Specialist Dane Fraze says harvest ranges from 58% in southwest Manitoba to 70% in the northwest. He says the main focus is now beans and corn. They're wrapping up canola and some cereals are still out in, in the field. Uh, soybeans are going to be the main focus now for the majority of those regions, as well as grain corn in the southwest and silage corn operations up in the northwest. Fraze says this past week saw the first killing frost of the season. The coldest temperature was minus 5 at Inglis. At this date, it's no big surprise. It has caused some hastened maturity of soybeans, meaning that um, plants that still had some green leaves or, or leaves that were turning have now rapidly turned and dropped off, uh, so soybean harvest will be imminent as soon as conditions permit. Fraze says northwest Manitoba also received about 10 centimetres of snow, notably around Swan River. Harvest will be a challenge because of flattened crops. He says wheat yields in northwest Manitoba are fairly average. The yields at Roblin and the Paw were between 60 to 90 bushels an acre, uh, while Swan River was a little less, between 50 and 75. For that region, um, those are 
fairly average yields. Uh, 60 to 90 bushels for spring wheat is is pretty decent, uh, despite the challenging conditions we had throughout the year. And the southwest uh, yields are, are a little bit lower, um, but they were dealing with drier springs and, and a struggle in the summer as well. So um, not unexpected, but we're just hoping that the crop coming off now is able to be dried off and, and put on aeration and that quality losses aren't too severe. Manitoba's 67% harvest completion is below the three-year average of 76% for this time of year. The latest outlook from Sask Wheat outlined some positive trends in the world marketplace. The outlook provided by Mercantile Consulting Venture says reports are that southern hemisphere crops are suffering and yields are declining. North American spring wheat and durum crops have major quality issues, and European Union black sea farmers are not selling their crops to market. The outlook says there's nothing raging positive, but there are warning flags for grain millers and wheat has reached its low point in the market. Australia's wheat exports are estimated at 10.5 million tonnes, up 14% from last year, but 33% below the five-year average. Argentina's wheat estimate has been downgraded after earlier estimates placed production at record levels of 21 million tonnes. There have been at least one significant wheat purchase in recent weeks. Egypt has bought 240,000 tons of Russian wheat and 60,000 tons of French wheat for $213.75 per ton. Canadian wheat exports for the first seven weeks of the crop year total 2.17 million tons, 14% less than this time last year. Canadian Durham exports so far this crop year have reached 649,000 tons, double the amount exported this time last year. Companies from Vancouver and Calgary captured the two awards in the Nutrien Radical Challenge in Saskatoon. The two-day event was hosted by Nutrien and Radical Growth, a San Diego-based investment fund. The top prize of $1 million U.S. in the growth stage category went to Terramera. It has developed a process called Actigate, which it says can make farm inputs more efficient by better targeting the active ingredient. Karn Manhas is the founder and CEO of Terramera. It's about getting the active ingredient to the right active site. And so that has to be taken up to the right place for it to be effective. When 50 to 90 percent of the formulations that are not getting to that right place, we have to apply a lot more. And so what Actigate does is it increases the targeting of that material to get to that right active site. So you can use much less and have much higher performance with just a fraction, up to 90% less of that active ingredient performing at the same level and same rate. Manhas talks about the next step. We only really right now have the capacity to optimize the use of this Actigate technology with three active ingredients in 2020. So we'll be using these dollars to increase that capacity so that over the years ahead, we can work with more and more manufacturers and more and more active ingredients. Manhas adds it can work in the both conventional and organic sectors. Terramera is a growing company with 130 employees compared to just 15 three years ago. There was also an early stage category in the competition with a $250,000 U.S. investment. It went to livestock water recycling based in Calgary. Co-founder Karen Schuett says the technology is being used on large-scale dairy and pork farms in the United States. We have a manufactured skid-mounted package that is modular. We bring it to the farm and it operates like a mini fertilizer plant. They 
flush their liquid into that before it ever goes to a lagoon and treat it right at the site. The systems are automated and so they can be operated by the farmhands. It's not a complex system, but they can produce the valuable fertilizers themselves at the farm level. In addition to working in nine U.S. states, the company has international contracts in Lebanon and Ireland. The original pilot testing was done in Canada, but there are no installations here at this point. All of the manufacturing is done in Calgary with eight employees. Organizers of the Nutrien Radical Challenge praised the eight finalists in the competition, saying they're all investable companies. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollows Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola went up $3.80 at 4.1786. Oats gained 3.21 at 185.78. Number one red spring wheat fell a dollar twenty-four at two ten fifty-two. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty dollars and six cents. Feed barley one forty-six forty-seven. Flax four eighty-five ninety-three. Yellow peas two eighteen fifty-four. Feed wheat one forty-seven seventy-nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is down two and a quarter cents at five twenty-seven and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 1st. It was Assiniboia's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.92. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.65. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.98 cents to $1.15. There weren't enough feeders in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,800 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 120 to 145 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling in a range of 124 to 144 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices are trading lower this morning. And was the Canadian dollar is down 29 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3294. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.99 cents US. The outlook today, clearing skies, wind southeast 20, the high 9, the low 1. Friday, increasing cloudiness, wind southeast 30, the high 11, the low 2. In Regina, cloudy and 7. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.